Welcome to the Colby Cast, Episode 9. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we interview Monica, a Colby graduate and now college student. We talk about her college preparations, some of her favorite high school memories, and the lasting friendships that have continued beyond her time at Colby. We hope you'll enjoy the show. Hi there, I'm Bonnie, Colby homeschooling mom, liturgical musician, podcast fanatic, heavy library user, and Colby parent ambassador. I have two lads and two lasses. The youngest is in fifth grade, the eldest is in 10th, and this is our fourth year homeschooling with Colby. And I'm Hope, Bonnie's younger sister and a Colby alumna in a phase of life after being a student, but before becoming a parent. I studied communication theory and philosophy in college, then I went to law school. Now I'm an attorney, an avid home cook, and the fun aunt to Bonnie's kids. So Monica, how are things going, getting ready for heading to Rome? They're pretty good so far. We just started packing. I have a huge pile of stuff that's conveniently off camera yeah. that we're <laughs> trying to, to sort out and stuff. But it's going well. Yep. Staging stuff, good deal. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. I leave on Saturday and I get, and I leave the 10th of December. So about 90 days, I think, is what they, they told us. Yeah, we can talk about a, a lot of different things, but I, I, I just um, think it would be nice to catch up. I met you um, at the graduation when you when you were speaking there, and I still tell people that that was um, one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. When you <laughs> said, all, how did you say all I could think about when I was writing this speech was, I can't believe I'm graduating in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I remember I thought I heard that somewhere and I thought, you know what, that, that'd be kind of funny because, you know, Colby students are, we always joke about procrastinating. So I, I knew a lot of my fellow classmates could probably relate to that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how was it, by the way, because a lot of students, hopefully this next, uh, this next year will be able to meet and go to graduation. How was it meeting students that you knew, but you had maybe never seen in person? What, what did that feel like? It, at first, it was a little strange because you only really ever see a name in a chat box. So to see the person, you know, right in front of you, it's a little strange at first. But then, of course, once you all started talking, we're like, we felt like we'd known, known each other for years because we almost had like for three years, I think. So it was it was kind of natural. It's like we already knew each other and we were always friends. It was just adding in the physical aspect. That's awesome. I guess uh, I guess hope you didn't really have a graduation with with other Colby students, but did you did you do something similar when you graduated? So I actually did go to graduation in Napa at Colby, but there were only five of us who were graduating high school, and two people graduated eighth grade that year. So it was at the Colby Day School outside, and it was really fun to um, to get to meet. I think. So I had already met Megan Langle at some homeschool conferences, but that was the first time that I had met um, Everett Byarski and several other people at Colby. And so that was that was pretty cool. Um, but I think that it is a much bigger celebration now uh, from everything that I've heard and things like that. So how many uh, were at graduation when you graduated, Monica? Oh, I can't remember. I think it was around 20, 20 students, I think. Maybe a little more than that. I can't quite remember. But yeah, it was a, it was a larger group. 
I love talking, especially now that we've had this history together where, where we're talking to people that we know, like you were explaining, Monica, that you know well from being in class for a long time. You know, um, I met your brother at the at the uh, graduation and now he's been my student. This is the second year in a row. Um, so, you know, it, it's neat because I know what he looks like. I know those kind of things. And and it'll be even better the next time I see him that that we've had this now. It'll be a two year history of t- doing classes together and stuff. But um, so we were talking a little bit before about about the trip to Rome. I, I haven't really heard about that. Why, why are you going to Rome? Is it through college or how how is that working out? Yes, so I go to the University of Dallas in Irving, Texas, and every year they have their Rome program where you you can apply for a semester, so they have their fall semester and their spring semester, and you go and study uh, that semester in Italy with their core classes. So with COVID and everything, it seemed like nothing was going to happen with that until a couple weeks ago they emailed us being like, oh, by the way, it's actually happening. We were able to to figure it all out with all the guidelines and stuff. So yeah, it's it's very exciting. Good. What does that look like with entering the country? Like, will you have to quarantine when you get there? Or what's the logistics like mm-hmm. of studying abroad in the time of pandemic? <laughs> um, so we have to get all of this paperwork before we leave. Like, and we had to get tested for COVID. And then when we fly over there, we are quarantined on the campus for two weeks. And then we're able to, then after those two weeks, we're able to travel around and things like that. We just have to be diligent, you know, wear our masks, social distance, and be responsible so that we can have a successful semester. Nice. Are there any particular places you're most looking forward to visiting or what's at the top of your list? I'm very excited to go to Greece because that's one of our class field trips is we go to uh, all sorts of places in Greece. We go to Delphi, we go to Athens, just all these places that I studied in at Colby, you know, with the Greek history. So I'm excited to actually go and see them in person. That would be amazing. I know I've, I've never been to Greece, but I know that I think it was in maybe 10th grade with Roman literature there was a reference to like caesar and his troops grilling some asparagus for dinner (laughs) that just made it so real to me for some reason like it it's really hard to conceptualize these were people who walked this earth a lot of the time with the very um you know the ancient history and literature and so that would we kind of call them asparagus moments now like those times when historical characters, humanity kind of makes a connection with us. And I only had that very brief one. So to get to actually go to the to the sites and walk in those places and just be in the physical locales where, where the great minds who we study were, that just be awesome. Well, what are you studying? What's your major? I'm a history major. As of right now. Okay. Any any particular time period that you're most interested in? Hmm, I'm very interested in ancient Rome, but also in the medieval era. It's wide range, I know, but they're both really interesting to me. Yeah, that's that's great. I I wonder. So I guess your 
being being in Colby Academy and and taking a lot of these courses, you probably had Mrs. Finnegan and for literature and people like this. Um, was that part of your decision to to major in in history, or what brought that about? Well, both my parents were history majors, and both of them are history. My dad's a history professor, and then my mom teaches history at Colby. So I always had that history background. So it was kind of always in the back of my mind. But I never thought I was going to actually do it until first semester I had uh, American Civilization. And my professor, Dr. Sue Hansen, is fantastic. And then I got the opportunity to sit down and talk to her about it. And the history department is just so fantastic at uh, UD. So I was I decided to major in history because I really enjoyed the course and I'm excited to study more. Are you a sophomore right now? Did I yes. What was it like that first year of college after graduating Colby? Because we talk a lot about like the the skills and the insights that Colby develops, but then there's really like everybody has their own experience. So um, what was yours? It was an interesting transition going from waking up and walking to a desk in the morning and doing school to actually leaving your dorm room and walking to class, which is a lot further distance than I was used to. So that was an interesting <laughs> kind of transition. But also Colby really helped me because Colby has the block scheduled classes, so you don't, it's not always, you know, 7 to 3 p.m. day. Sometimes you'll have classes at 8, or you'll have a class at 2, or a class at 12, you know, it's just, you. and then you'll have those times in between. So going into college and having those times in between classes, I already had kind of learned how to do my homework in between those times. So it was actually kind of helping me with efficiency, like doing my work, I was able to help get it done. Whereas a lot of my friends who went to uh, public or private schools, they were not used to the block system. They're like, what do I do with all this extra time? I don't know what to do in between my classes anymore. So Colby definitely did help with that more practical aspect of college classes. That sounds similar to my law school experience. So I was homeschooled kindergarten through 12th grade, and then I lived on campus for undergrad and I remember being in my first year of law school and thinking like this is the first time I have ever driven to school in my life <laughs> so that was a transition but then I also so we had a similar schedule like you were talking about where there would be a class and then there would be a pretty big window of time before our next class and I remember something similar where um, with some of what Colby had taught me I would do my do my homework during the day and then I had free time after I got out of my later class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's so crazy just the transition from high school to college in general, whether you were homeschooled or went to a, a brick and mortar school. So it was very, yeah, it was kind of the same experience where it's that kind of culture shock almost. I like to call it from the different perspectives. Yeah, we, um, I'll tell you from the teacher side of things too, because uh, I'm teaching at a small college, Magdalen College in New Hampshire, and it is very different having to, to get dressed, not, like it actually matters what, what my pants look like now, you know, <laughs> it's not just having a nice 
shirt on and then wearing shorts and flip-flops and nobody knows but now it's like you've got to look nice and um one of the things for me has been like writing because i have terrible terrible handwriting anyway and i'm writing on the the chalkboard and it's so much easier teaching at at Col or on the whiteboard whichever one it's uh, at colby i can just like copy and paste a text on the board and quickly highlight and, and bold and change the font around to draw their attention to things. And here I'm just talking about it on the book or the little bit that I wrote on the board has changed things. But it's worth it to see and be around students. So I've got several students that I teach now that were my students at Colby. And that's been really awesome, like to get to know them in this other way. And I know there's some Colby students at, at University of Dallas. Do you keep in touch with them? Or are you still, I mean, are you friends with any of the people that are there? Uh, Veronica Lang, who graduated with me, I think we're the only two from the same class at uh, ED right now. And we keep in touch. We were in the same Italian class last semester. So that was fun having another Colby in, in the same class. And then there were a couple ED students the Mahalik family, Dolores, who just graduated, who now teaches here at Colby. I, I knew her and then her younger brother, Charlie, who's going into his junior year. So when I see them, you know, walking around campus, I'll be like, oh, hey, how are you? Because when I met Dolores for the first time, we didn't know who each other were until she told me her last name. And I was like, wait a second. I think I know you from Colby. And then she was like, you went to Colby like online? And I was like, yeah. And we had this huge bonding moment. And then everyone in the room was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting that because you spoke at the graduation and the year before Charlie spoke um, and now he's at UD. So there may be something to that. huh? The, the ones who, who get asked to speak end up going to UD. And um, Colby's got a lot of UD people in there, like Mrs. Lango, and then there's others, um, you know, um, that that had had also gone there. Um, what I was going to ask, what languages? So you're doing Italian now. What did you do at Colby? Because I I never saw you in a in a Latin class. So what what was your language at Colby? For the first two years, I did homeschool Latin. So I I never had the pleasure of being in your your Latin class. But uh, and then. I kind of did a mishmash of languages, so Latin, definitely, and then a little bit of German, a little bit of French in senior year. So I couldn't decide which one I liked. <laughs> you have a younger brother who's still doing Colby, right? Yes, Peter. Yep, he's in Dr. Almanzar's class right now. He's he's enjoying it very much. He wanted me to tell you. <laughs> yeah, Tom, thank you. I, it's fun to have him in there. I mean... I call him Pruder. Uh, he maybe he told you that because I <laughs> mixed the the two two names together. But it's really cool to have him in the class. Like I said, I met the the whole family, and so I have an actual face to go with the name with him. But yeah, he's he's a lot of fun and he's doing good. Hopefully, he'll get an A this time. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> what's the what's the dynamic like between siblings doing Holby at the same time? Because I. So Bonnie and I were not in school at the same time. And so our mom and I just kind of were doing our own thing. But I think it could be, I, I don't know, I'm totally conjecturing here, like fun and occasionally frustrating to like be on top of each other with siblings who are homeschooling at the same time that you are. So I don't know. Um, I had wondered about that. Uh, well, we 
trying to think. I think it was about one year where we were both at Colby together. He was in eighth grade and I was a senior about to go off to college. And it worked out for the most part because he was able to go into his little corner he had made for himself and do his classes. And then I was able to go to my desk in my room and do my classes. So usually it was fine. Uh, and so sometimes, though, there's the he he was younger and he was going through some of the classes I took in eighth grade. And he was like, hey, Monica, can you help me with this really quick while I'm in the middle of writing a paper? I'm like, no, Peter, I can't. I'm sorry. And so sometimes he's like, you never help me. And I was like, oh, I help you all the time. Be silly. You know, <laughs> just like the little sibling dynamic. That sounds fun. That would be. I wondered if there was any like crossover with um, classes that you had already taken. And... Did you find him? anything you want to share about your own particular um, memorable experiences you had or favorite things you did or, or an approach that worked well for you guys or anything like that? Oh, one of my favorite memories uh, having a sibling at Colby was we did the talent show one year uh, together and we performed the, uh, the who's on first skit. So that was really fun getting to work together on that uh, for the talent show. And it was actually really good to have a sibling that's also in Colby because every once in a while you'll be, you know, have a little meeting like like the talent show or spiritual life where someone will type in the chat box, wait, are you related to so-and-so? And you'll be like, yeah, yeah, I am. And then be like, oh, cool, I have them in this class or I have them in that class or we met through this club. And so it's it's fun having that connection with your family and then being able to be part sort of of a the bigger part of the Colby community. Yeah, that that happens a lot now. I I see it quite often where I have like the third or the fourth even now um student that that is a sibling and and then I'm follow up with their this I can say where where are they now? What are they doing now? And it's it's neat to get to know the little ones too. They get honorier the younger they are, though it seems like the first ones are always like <laughs> all about business. But but it's it's fun. I wanted to ask you about um, at Colby. What what were some of your since you didn't take Latin and I I feel safe I can ask this. Uh, I won't get my feelings hurt because you haven't you're not you're not comparing it to the others. But what was some of your uh, favorite classes that you did at Colby? Oh, there's so many. This is dangerous because I know some of my teachers might be listening to this. <laughs> I really enjoyed senior year. I took creative writing with Mrs. Finnegan, the 12th grade English class. That was oh, that was such a fun class because we all knew each other classmate wise. So it was just it was a fun time. There were a couple times we got a little crazy in the chat box just teasing each other. And Mrs. Finnegan would partake in it. It was it was such a fun class. But I also really enjoyed Algebra 2 with Trig, with Mrs. Powers. That was, oh, that was so much fun. She dressed up as Darth Vader on Star Wars Day. It was the best ever. <laughs> Star Wars Day is May 4th, right? Yes. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Yeah, and Mrs. Powers is she's uh, pretty pretty. I'll just say it this way: she's pretty crazy sometimes, but she gets her students to learn, and she loves it. There's an interview we can link to it also that that I did with her just uh, a while ago. It was um, it was a really good conversation, 
getting to know her outside of like where I normally see her is just with school things like the talent show and that kind of stuff that she she really brought it to Colby and made it what it is. And now that you say that, I, I had forgotten um, that, that you guys did that. Who's on first skit? What when when was that? Was that your senior year or was it earlier than that? I think that may have been my junior year because I wasn't able to do something for the talent show my senior year because I was busy applying for colleges and college visits and stuff. So I missed it. I was that was upset. I was upset at first, but it was okay. That's what we have recordings. <laughs> yeah, Hope and Bonnie, you guys are gonna have to check the talent show out this this time. I'll send you an invite because they invite the public too. If if it can fit, if if we can fit enough people, I say fit enough people. It's in an online classroom, but still, I mean, there's tons of people that come, and it's always super super fun. So keep an eye out for that. You mentioned college applications and visits. Um, could you tell us more about your college application process? Yeah, so Colby was actually fantastic when I was doing all my college applications because I, I had started looking at colleges maybe the spring-ish of junior year. And then the fall of my senior year came around. My dad's like, hey, before you apply, why don't we just do a fun road trip and go look at all these colleges? And of course, in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be in school. What's going to happen? Am I going to be able to do all my homework? But then actually having Colby being as flexible as it was, even with online classes, it was so much fun to to go around uh, the, the country and listen to your physics lecture and take notes and do your, your physics homework or your creative writing homework. And so the college process, as daunting as it was, having Colby didn't make it too too hard because I know a lot a lot of my friends when they were applying for colleges they were worried because with all the essay writing they were worried they weren't gonna have time to do homework or have time to write the essays but with Colby being it so flexible it was actually such a smooth process and it ended up working out because I got into the school I wanted to go to and and now I'm at UD. <laughs> We used to call that car schooling when we would take something with on a trip. I have a distinct memory of driving to the next state over for a wedding and a late March snowstorm hitting, which is unusual in our area of the country, to get snow in late March. And I was sitting in the back of my dad's car with like a, I think it was a medieval history study guide, like balanced, and I was trying to highlight and read at the same time, but it worked out well because we were able to leave earlier and get to see some some friends who were going to the wedding as well. And so it was nice that we were able to fit things together, like the, the travel and also keeping up, not getting behind in school and things like that. Yeah, I had a student, they called it road schooling, and his parents had some job where they were constantly traveling. I think they worked for a film crew or something like that. And then he, it was just road schooling all the time. And it was cool. They had a blog going, talking about where, where are we now, that kind of thing. But um, I was going to ask about that. What, uh, what, what colleges, what were some of the colleges that you, that you went to and that you looked at? And then also, so you said you got in the school you wanted to. What was it about UD that, that made that one number one for you? The other schools I looked at were, I'm trying to think now. 
Benedictine uh, College in Kansas, University of Mary up in North Dakota. I looked at Hillsdale College in Michigan, and then the other one was, oh, Christendom College in Front Royal, Virginia, which I know a lot of Colby, Colbyans are there right now uh, this year. So, and then UD, of course. And then UD, I'm not sure, it's, when you when I walked on the UD campus, something felt right. Like, it felt like home, sort of, because all the people there are so nice, and just the, the atmosphere of the school is so welcoming, and their, their core curriculum and all of their classes they offer in general are so fantastic, and a lot of the professors are really, really good and are excited about what they teach and want to get to know the students a lot, which is hard, especially with bigger colleges nowadays where you don't always get to meet your professor or get to have a conversation with them. So having that close-knit community, in a way it reminded me of Colby, how close-knit the community was because everyone pretty much knows each other, uh, whether it's from siblings who had gone there before you, siblings who are going there after you, uh, and getting to know your your instructors and your uh, your fellow classmen, yeah. So it's just kind of like the whole Colby aura, I guess. There's a professor, one of my colleagues here at Magdalen, who who went to UD for, I guess, all of her degrees. I'm I'm not totally sure, but she always um, sings its praises. Like her training, she got the the people that she was around really prominent figures in she does literature. And um, then when uh, there was a Colby, one of my colleagues at Colby came out here to visit and I took him to the campus. And those two separated by several decades, really in age, they they got along like they were family and it was all based around the UD connection, you know? So that's that's neat how you describe it like, like that. And so it, it must be that, that the close knit community um, was important to you uh, even from the Colby times, and so how how can you could you describe how 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 that even happens in an online school? Like, what were the things that made you close to to your classmates at Colby? Well, part of it was I remember my sophomore year, all the clubs had started coming out because freshman year there were a few clubs here and there, but there weren't as many as there are now, like the the newsletter and the spiritual life club and the uh, all the language clubs now are so fantastic. Um, so having all those clubs and joining them and then you see this name and you're familiar. It's like, oh, wait, are we in class together? And it's like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's cool. And then so <laughs> having that connection where it's, oh, I can talk to you outside of the classroom, too because we're in this other thing, or even when you're you're in class and you're just talking in the, the 10 minutes while you're, everyone's checking their microphones, making sure everyone gained their green check marks <laughs> because teachers love their, their green check marks. And so just, just talking and cracking jokes or talking about each other's weekends. And it's just, you, you connect a lot because there's, because you're, it's so, you're relating to each other a lot because you're both in this situation where it's online where sometimes you have a lot of friends who go to school or and then you're here at home on your computer so it's having that connection with people who are in the same boat as you so i think that's what really brings colby students together it's surprising how well it works too and like you said how you described at the graduation 
you know, the first few minutes, it's kind of like, well, they're real people, you know, everyone's a real person here. And then it goes away and, and you're just friends. And it was that way um, at the graduation, all the graduations I've gone to, it's been just like that. Like there's no, the awkwardness is is not there really from anybody. Um, and I, I've been, I think what would be really great and is to get like a, more more opportunities like that like i've thought about trying to make a colby summer camp or something like that where colby students can come and meet each other more frequently than than just at the graduation it's the last time and then most of you go your separate ways you know so what would you think of that bonnie being a, a colby mom if they're when your kids are a little bit older if there was like a high school camp or junior high camp with other colby students would you consider putting them in that that certainly sounds like a fun idea. Our our uh, oldest is Peter's age. He's in Peter's class, a friend of his. And he's already talked about, oh, I hope that there's Colby graduation when it's our turn. And, and I'm looking forward to meeting Colby student, fellow Colby students um, elsewhere around. So that sounds like a really fun idea. Does it come up when you started at UD or in new environments where you're meeting new folks? Does it come up that you were homeschooled? I mean, I think that's sort of a, a way of when I, and not so much now, but uh, back in the day, that would be one way of kind of introducing myself, like where I'm from, what school I went to, all those kinds of things. Does it come up for you? Are people surprised to learn that you are homeschooled? Does it something that is part of your conversation or how does it, I mean, is it just sort of a, not a big deal? What's What's been your experience with that? When we, uh, when I first got to UD, there and you're sort of meeting everyone everyone their most recent experiences their high school so it, it is a conversation that came up quite a lot and then they'll be like oh yeah i went to this and this private catholic high school or i went to this public school or i went to this charter school and then you get to me and i'm like oh i went to high school online and then you kind of get that funny look where it's like what what's online school? And I mean, of course, nowadays, everyone's like, oh, online school, that must have been tons of fun. But then I'm like, well, actually, my online school kind of kind of rocked. So yeah. <laughs> so it is, it is uh, an interesting, you know, everyone kind of cocks their head at you. And they're like, what What is an online school? And then, I, then you have to kind of explain it's like, oh, it was literally just like going to high school just on a computer. And you're at home. <laughs> so it it's, it is something that comes up every once in a while, but it's also helped me connect because some of my friends did homeschooling through middle school and then they only went to high school, uh, brick and mortar high school. So there's like, oh, wait, you were homeschooled? I was homeschooled, too. So we kind of were able to connect over that that fact because it's surprising how many people actually were homeschooled, especially at UD. So it's good to have that connecting factor. <laughs> and you had mentioned the culture shock going from high school to college, which you pointed out that that happens regardless of what your high school background or your college situation is. Um, on the workload side, how did Colby prepare you for like keeping up with the amount of homework? And that is one of the things I'm so grateful for Colby for is the rigorous curriculum. Because going to college, it is it is more rigorous than a high school, but having Colby kind of slowly build up all these skills you know in freshman year in Greek lit you learn how to write your first paper and you break it down and you go through it and then 
it gets better and better. And then having that progression and then hitting college is you're kind of at this this cusp. And so you're able to build yourself up as well as you're in college. So having having that that rigorous curriculum all through high school really, really helped the, the college workload. So I'm very grateful for Colby for that. We had some pep talks going on and ninth when my nephew was in ninth grade last year, I'm like, yeah, this is rigorous. I know. But if you learn it now, um, it's you're gonna be so far ahead. Any skills acquired during this ninth grade year especially, we and we had heard that going in um, from other families and we saw it come up in conversations throughout the years um, around midterm and final time for the, the freshmen. It was um, daunting, yes, but also there was a lot of encouragement that came from folks who had come through it, not just hope she's an ace pep talker, but we had a lot of other encouragement and were able to give that to others as well. And Yeah, I, I'm thinking, Monica, when you were talking about um, like mentioning school online, it's interesting because now because of COVID and now everybody's had a taste of that or seen what that's actually like now. Um, and it, and now I think it's, it's especially not so strange to say that you're, that you're homeschool. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody, it's almost, it, it's, everything's shifting to where it's becoming more a mark of pride in a way. And it wasn't that way for me. I, I couldn't, when I was in college, you know, there were times that I, there were times I just lied and said, yeah, I just want to say, where did you go to school? And I'm just like, oh, wherever the town I grew up in, you know, I didn't want to even explain it to people, but it it's over time. It's, it's changed a lot. I think homeschooling has really proven itself and it's, it's, turned into something that that wasn't expected maybe some years ago. But I still think that even so, your parents and um, par- homeschooling parents and homeschoolers in general, and then online schooling like what we're doing with Colby, all of that is is sort of radical in a way, but it's it's also, I think, a way, it's, it's, it's like the way of the future, sort of. I think it's just gonna get bigger and bigger like it has been doing. Um, so I don't know. I would have never, would have never expected that change. But you know, it seems like it's it's there or it's here now. Me either. I was kind of like you, Jordan. Like I would, I was excited to hear Monica that you were like comfortable and able to talk about being homeschooled right at college orientation. Because I remember my college orientation, like trying to be very vague about my background, or like I would, um, I I would never hide being homeschooled but I would like try to put off that conversation as long as possible because there were there were always questions that I either didn't really feel like answering or there would be reactions that I would get kind of tired of hearing and I'm really glad to hear that there's this um, there's this trend in recognizing like yeah it is still unusual or uh, like Jordan said radical but it's also like it's proven itself that I think we've talked about on the podcast before kind of like homeschooling before it was cool and then having adults going out into the world who have been homeschooled and demonstrating like yeah we are here are the here are the skills and the talents that we fostered and we are socialized we are (laughs) able to carry on good conversations and things like that. So I think that, and then the pandemic has like completely accelerated a lot of the familiarity with 
learning at home and kind of the refocusing on it. Okay. This is like home is where we start and then we branch out rather than home is where you learn to walk. And then as soon as you can walk and talk and read, you, you go someplace else to learn. Like I, yeah, it's, we have, I basically, I guess three, three uh, generations of homeschoolers, people who are homeschooled here, right? I guess hope you would be a millennial. I'm guessing. I think so. <laughs> yeah, roughly I, in there. <laughs> wait, so I graduated high school almost 10 years ago. So yeah, that's yeah. probably in the millennial. And then whatever is next, what do they call generation? Gen Z, Gen Z, yeah. That's you, right, Monica? Yep. <laughs> yeah, and so I was the tail end of, of Generation X, I think. I mean, I, I, I think there's even a difference between me and my brother that was born three years after me. Like, there's a difference between the two of us, and I think it's it's generational in a way. But, um, yeah, I, it's, 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 uh, it's a new thing, I think, now. This, this, and you say there's lots of homeschoolers at UD, so maybe even the online high school sounds different to them, to their ears, than, than people who were, were straight homeschooled. Did, were you homeschooled at, at, I mean, you started the online school in high school, and were you homeschooled before that, or, or how did all that work? I, I don't know the details. So I, I went to uh, preschool, and kindergarten for those early years but then after that I was homeschooled all the way through high school joining the online school in eighth grade so I was at Colby for five years um, and then we used Colby course plans before that for science and math and things like that so yeah so it's kind of been a part of me my whole life <laughs> that's really great yeah so Hope and Bonnie you guys have any any uh any really hard controversial questions you can think of that <laughs> Monica what would you like us to know what 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 are you looking forward to in Rome is there something that you are once you're out of quarantine you're like I'm doing that first or something that you have on your list or top three on your list or something about Rome or um, looking down the road for the rest of your studies or even beyond that what well, while we're while we're quarantined, I'm just excited to see friends again after not seeing them since oh March, I think, when all this craziness began. Um, and then after quarantine, I'm not quite sure. I, I kind of want to go to St. Peter's and see St. Peter's, and then go get a an, a, an ice cream or a gelato, <laughs> and just walk around the city. I think. I heard a fun fact recently that. St. Peter's is so big, you could fit the space shuttle with the rocket boosters in it. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> Gives it some perspective. Wow. If there's something you could have done differently in high school, what would you have done differently? I would have taken Dr. Almanzar's Latin classes. <laughs> that's an awesome answer. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, yeah, actually, I would have loved to take his his Latin classes. So that's the actual answer too. <laughs> Man, that yeah, I really love yeah, yeah. it. That's even better. <laughs> but yeah, it it is it, the I feel like because the Latin classes, Latin is very popular, so it's always big groups of students in there, you know. And between all the teaching I'm doing, I was counting it up. I think I have something like a hundred and 
60 students this year total between uh, like everything that I'm teaching. Um, and that includes two sections of the new K through five or program. I'm teaching the fifth graders to, to sold out groups of them. So, but I mean, that's that it, even so there are people that stand out that I really get to know. Well, you know, when I get emails, sometimes I'm like, Oh, which section are you in or which class? But for the most part, there's students that stand out. So you can tell your brother, he's one of them. Like if he emails me, I know exactly who he is, even what he looks like, what section he's in, all of that stuff. Even what he says in the chat box, those kind of things. But um, yeah, so it would have been nice to have you in the class, but it has been a lot of fun getting to know you and your family and it's starting at the at the graduation, you know, and like I brought up that joke, but the rest of the speech was really awesome. And we also have that. We can link to that. Um, what were you, what was your what was your thought process, I guess, going into writing the speech? Because it went over really well. I heard lots of good things about it. But what what was your motivation? Oh, well, good. That's glad to hear. Um, I'm not sure. I kind of I had never written a speech before. This is my first time ever giving a speech. So I I was definitely a little nervous. I wasn't sure <laughs> how to uh, how to continue, but I kind of just sat down and I, I definitely wanted to talk about uh, the def the connections that we had all gained through being classmates together. Uh, and actually, right before uh, the ceremony, uh, I was talking with a couple of my classmates. Who was it? it was Zach She, who's at Christendom now, and um, Caitlin Willett who I think is at Franciscan now. And we were talking about it and we were like, yeah, we've known each other for almost five years and now we're graduating. <laughs> it's insane. How did that happen in, in five years? And like, how did we get so close in, in five years virtually without, this is the first time we've seen each other. Like, how, this this is weird. <laughs> so it's definitely, my thought process was, I definitely wanted to to talk about all the, the good things about uh, getting to know people that that Colby taught me through through my classmates, even though it was virtual and just through a chat box. So I think that was my main my main thought process through that. It sounds like hope you've had similar experiences from your Colby experience when you were in the in the early part of the online academy. Some of the friends you made mm -hmm. through the chat box. I mean, there you've forged real friendships that way. Sometimes we encounter some sort of scoffing like how can you how can you do that in the online environment whatever well this all these these testaments are are <laughs> evidence of yes there are some real relationships forged this way and that continue for a long time yes yeah i was one of the beta testers when all we had was a chat box no audio no video it was just like an advisor jumping on a java box and there were maybe six of us in there and i did 11th and 12th grade literature, I think, was what we did. And I remember um, there was another girl in the chat there, and we would, sim kind of similar to what you were talking about with people logging on early to make sure their microphones were working and have some time to chat like before and also a little bit after. We would we got to know each other a little bit, and then um, eventually, eventually exchanged cell phone numbers to be able to text a little bit. And this was back when like both of our parents had to clear it before we could give our phone number to someone on the internet. We figured, okay, if they're in the, if they're in the Colby 
chat. They're probably real people, but we still um, we still have that layer of it. And then we met in person at graduation. She is one of the other graduating high schoolers. She went to Benedictine, and I road tripped up and like stayed in her dorm with her once or twice when she was at Benedictine. She road tripped down and, and stayed with me a little bit. I She lived in Denver for a little while and I had to go to Denver for work and we had, we had a meal and she's now married and expecting her second baby and I texted her last week. And first of all, somehow we've known each other for like 11 or 12 years now, which is crazy. Um, second, do you wanna be on the podcast? So <laughs> we might try to get her on the podcast soon but I think like thinking back on where our conversations would start with school and then they would get kind of like school adjacent and then they would get just into friendly like she and I bonded over arguing about which one of us got to call Raskolnikov from Crime and Punishment our book boyfriend. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) We would like joke about things and I don't know I think we also like Colby does such a good job of this holistic worldview that it teaches with the way that the different subjects are integrated and the different aspects of kind of theology and philosophy are woven across the classes that I think like as you learn and develop that in yourself it's really kind of joyful to encounter other people who are going through that same formation because it, I don't know, at least in my experience, I didn't find many people like that right around me. And so sometimes it was hard to find common ground with um, people who were having a very different educational experience than I was. And so it was fun to, um, it was like this exciting thing to get to know other people who had a similar similar background and shared experience, shared shared nerdiness sometimes, shared frustrations, things like that. Yeah, that you mentioned that about your friend now married and and gonna have have or she's expecting. That's um I mean that that's that's the thing that seems crazy to me is that Monica and and those of your group right there. That's going to be coming up. You're going to be a godmother eventually to somebody like those kind of things, you know, which that's the next stage. And you said how fast the five years went by of of school talking with Zach, she and them. Um, Now, I mean, the same thing is going to happen in college, if not even faster. And then, uh, you know, (laughs) you'll be standing in people's weddings as, uh, you know, bridesmaid, those kind of things. So that's that's an exciting, neat thing. It'll be great in the future to see and in not too distant future there may be um people that went through the online academy and their their own kids are now in the k-5 through program and stuff so and then i'll be the old man at that time and i'll be like i taught your dad and we used to, that kind of thing but anyway is there um is there anything else anybody wants to ask and if not i, I want to ask um monica to if she has any uh, words of wisdom to leave us with, but it looks like if you two have any other questions, go ahead. I was just going to say that Colby still does have both parents agree to trade 
student information. <laughs> if the students want to talk outside of class, they have to, it has to go through both parents. So that's still the case. That's all. Yeah. So Monica, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun and I appreciate you taking the time to do this today and, and come and, and I'm sure that your classmates and the current Colby students and parents would love to hear from you again. And um, if, any of the listeners, if you want to check out the links below and you can hear Monica's Monica's uh, graduation speech, which was really awesome, and it's immortalized now on the inter internet. So, but any any words of wisdom or anything else, Monica, you'd like to say? Definitely to all the the current Colby students out there listening, definitely enjoy. Take your time and be be present with what's happening with your your high school, or even if you're in middle school with Colby, uh, or if there are any fifth graders watching, I guess, um, be present in your, uh, your, your classes and really take the time to enjoy, uh, what you're, what you're learning and, uh, all your fantastic teachers and all your classmates, because it, it is over in the blink of an eye. Five years just went by so quickly for me. So definitely take, take your time and enjoy it. And, and also don't be afraid to reach out to your classmates. If, if you do want to talk to them outside of school, ask your parents, be like, hey, I'm really close with this, this uh, person from my, my Latin class. Can I ask their parents for their phone number? And make sure you, you maintain those, those connections because I'm still good friends with a lot of people from my class. We have a 2019 class group chat that we all still talk on and make memes about Zoom University. <laughs> and so uh, definitely enjoy, enjoy this moment while it lasts. Mary our mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. Ad maiorum Dei Gloriam.